I'm a person and my name is Ryan. Uh, I'm Brendan. Mr. Kalmat. Is that it? So, that's all. I'm, I'm Logan, yeah. by the way. But, so <laughs> Alright, we're finally here. Today we're talking about Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. The moment you've all been waiting for. After, starring, after 20 episodes of memeing about the prequels, it's, it's finally here. Oh starring God. Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, Jake Lloyd, Ian McDiarmid. Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, Penelope August, and Frank Oz, and directed by George Lucas. So yes, twenty some odd episodes in the making. Whew. We referenced it every episode. Just we about are here yeah. at the Star Wars prequels. Um, so yeah, like the past couple episodes talking about Star Wars. Let's guess. Let's talk about our background with this specific movie, Brendan. All right. Uh, so, I mean. Let's be honest, I grew up, like, watching this movie. I've seen the prequels way too many times. Um, because a, a great deal of them came out, like, when we were younger. Most of us, at least, yeah. Um, actually, no, all of us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and, I mean, I grew up watching these movies. I have come to... I wasn't even born when this came out. That's I true. I, it was the year I was born. Yeah, it was, it was the year I was born, but I wasn't born yet, and... When this came out, I don't remember yeah, when born. this came out. I'm not gonna actually. Maybe birth. Attack of the Clones Fair. too, depending on when that came. That was 2002. So You're not that. Oh, okay, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're fine. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, essentially, I've come to hate this movie and most of the other movies surrounding it in the uh, in the prequels because God, they're so bad. <laughs> but that's that's my two cents. Yeah, so uh, my history with the movie uh, definitely differs with the rest of the guys. Uh, I did not grow. I did not grow up watching this film, even though it did come out. You know, when I was kind of the ideal age for these films, um, I always grew up watching the originals, um, and I didn't get around to watching the prequels until like middle school. So that definitely affected Ooh, <laughs> the way so I. You're already out of the target the, audience. Yeah. Range. So well, for my first viewing, I didn't like them. <laughs> so yeah, I've always had kind of a negative perception of them i mean i never i never really had a problem with this with this movie or the other prequels growing up like i watched it and and also um if you listen to the return of the jedi episode i have a very warped perception um as a child of the prequels and the sort of timeline that took place uh with them between the prequels in the original trilogy like i knew that the prequels come like chronologically in the universe before the original trilogy so i was like "Ooh, phantom menace episode one the first one ever made like this is, this is the original this is awesome um so that that was <laughs> yeah, I, like i was clueless as a child i told you how confused about the force ghosts <laughs> the, the, the hayden christensen being, being added in that. to episode six i was so confused by that but, um, anyway, yeah, so, I mean, I really only realized how shitty a movie this is, uh, this time around. Wait, this is a shitty movie? Oh, oh really? Sorry, okay, yeah, um, no, I loved the prequels when I was a kid. Oh, um, yeah. Like, the prequels, like, okay, so, I started listening to, like, Star Wars podcasts and stuff when I was, like, nine, right? Nerd! Yeah, Nerd. Ser no, seriously, I would, I, I, I've talked about this before, I am huge Star Wars nerd, especially when I was, like elementary and middle school and like 
There was always talking. Yeah, people I always remember talk about that like how like, you were in middle yes. school. You mm-hmm. asked me if I wanted to start a Star Wars podcast. Yes, because I really wanted to start my own Star Wars podcast. <laughs> we were eleven, <laughs> Floyd. You said no and broke my heart. This been like of course, seven, I said no. This podcast has been like seven years in the making. I would exactly. love to see how that turned out. I know, right? Hilarious. And um, so you know, there was always talk. People like, oh, prequels suck, and like the original trilogy is so much better. And I was like, no, the prequels are better. So I I thought the prequels are better than the originals for like a really long time. And, like, you know, I've said stories in the past about how I loved the lightsaber duels in the prequels. Like, that's really why I loved it. Just I think of all action. of us have talked about like, that, yeah. yeah. How, I recre- how I learned the choreography when I was five Really unrealistic yeah. choreography. Yeah. And, <laughs> but like, yeah. So, because of that, this long history and my evolution of understanding this movie has finally come full circle, I think, with yeah. this podcast. Like, I... Watching it today, I kind of realized, like, it's been a while since I've seen this movie. Yeah, like, I thought I rewatched it recently, and then rewatching, I was like, man, I really don't think I've seen this for a while. No, yeah, I saw the movie for the first time in middle school and had not watched it since. So I was basically coming in, really? like, a this new Really? This was the second time seeing the movie? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, because I didn't like it the first time I saw it, and I was like, I'll just stick to the originals. I don't need to Fair. taint my Star Wars. <laughs> this was probably, like, the solid 50th time I've seen the movie, if not more. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, probably about the same for me as well. Yeah, and I'm sure if I watched these growing up, I would be saying the exact same things. And, I mean, like, let's be honest with it. Like, these do have better, like, effects. Like, they're visually a lot nicer looking. Um, I mean, definitely in lightsaber battles, we'll get oh, to that. Oh, the lightsaber we'll get battles, to that later. For sure. <laughs> but the, <laughs> some of the CGI, as we'll talk about, is a little dated. Uh, clearly, lightsaber battles, I mean, just... Well, it think, is, but I mean, compared to the original. Yeah. If you think chronologically, just, like, how far lightsaber battles have deteriorated. <laughs> right, so that, I mean, that's, like, <laughs> one oh, unrealistic thing. Like, they had to make the lightsaber battles, like, like interesting, but they... They, they ended made up too interesting. Right, they made they made them better. So in so chronologically here, the lightsaber battles got worse yeah. as time went on. I'm sure we'll talk about better. how in Rogue One, uh, you see Vader come and kill all the people in the hallway. Spoilers. Um, but then, like immediately following that, <laughs> in A New Hope, they're just like jamming uh, yeah, jamming at so each other with their lightsabers. No, we'll talk about that scene when we get there. Oh, but man. I will defend that scene for a long time. Oh, I, I do love that scene. Alright, so I'm going to go on the plot summary that we can start talking about all the ups and downs of the Phantom Menace. Jesus. Downs. At the height of the Clone Wars, Master Yoda and his apprentice Obi-Wan Kenobi are stranded on the desert planet of Tatooine. There they are, receive the help of young Anakin Skywalker, the hothead ace pilot from the local resistance. Although reckless, Obi-Wan sees great strength in Anakin and recruits him to join the Jedi Order. Wait, shit, sorry, that was a logical <laughs> plot of the prequels. Uh, let's. Okay, block 8 of trade routes. <laughs> The trade for <laughs> I was wondering what you were talking about. We, Brendan and I just looked at each other like, <laughs> like, like you forgot what? it. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> the blockade. I think there was something in my throat there. Blockade of trade routes. The Trade Federation, led by the evil Viceroy Gunray, has blockaded the, peacefully, uh, the peaceful planet of Naboo. The Chancellor of the Republic, Chancellor Valorum, has sent two Jedi Knights, Qui-Gon Jinn and his Padawan Obi-Wan Kenobi, to negotiate the end of the blockade. Because, you know, Qui-Gon was mentioned before this. Huh. <laughs> The two are immediately attacked by the droid army blockading the planet and flee to the surface. There they run into a native Gungan named Jar Jar Binks. They warn Jar Jar of the upcoming invasion of the planet, and Jar Jar takes the Jedi Knights to to the leader of the Gungans, Boss Nass. The boss allows the Jedi to use a ship to travel through the planet's core to reach Theed, the capital planet uh, capital of the planet. There, the Jedi plus Jar Jar rescue Queen Amidala from her captivity and attempt to rescue the planet. They do so, but their hyperdrive is damaged. 
They are forced to land on the desert planet of Tatooine. Meanwhile, a hooded figure named Darth Sidious and his apprentice Darth Maul are brewing up an evil plot with the Federation to take control of Naboo entirely. On Tatooine, Qui-Gon runs into a slave named Anakin Skywalker while searching for parts to fix the hyperdrive. Anakin and his queen's uh, and the queen's handmaiden Padme begin a friendship. Anakin was immaculately conceived, according to his mother Shmi. And, <laughs> Jesus! And Qui-Gon can tell he is strong with a force. Qui-Gon learns of an upcoming pod race that Anakin believes he can win. Qui-Gon bargains with Anakin's I'm owner... Yeah. <laughs> Qui-Gon bargains with Anakin's owner, Watto, uh, <gasps> that if Anakin wins the race, then Qui-Gon gets the parts for his ship and the boy's freedom. Watto agrees to the deal. But not his mom's. But not his mom. Anakin wins the pod race, and they must—they uh, get the parts they need. Anakin must leave his mother to go learn the ways of the Jedi. Sidious sends Maul to the planet. Mom, can I go? Don't start doing this I'm again. Sorry. This Sidious... isn't gonna be another it. Yeah, seriously. I was I, okay. Side note: I was listening to that a couple of days ago, and that just made me mad every single time you interject. Why? Because it's hilarious. There's like an impression after every sentence. Yeah. yeah. Sidious sends Maul to the planet, and the, our heroes are barely able to escape. They make it back to Coruscant for the Queen to plead with the Senate and the Chancellor to help send help to the end of the blockade. Senator Palpatine of Naboo tells the Queen to have a vote of no confidence in Chancellor Valorum after he refuses to send help. She does, and the Senator becomes the new Chancellor. Meanwhile, the young Skywalker goes in front of the Jedi Council. Qui-Gon tells them that he believes Anakin is the Chosen One, the one that will bring balance to the Force. The Council proclaims that he is too old to be trained. Our heroes then decide to go back to Naboo to try to end the blockade themselves. They recruit the help of the Gungan army and prepare for the final battle. The Jord army attacks the Gungans, and the air raid of the blockade begins too. Padme and her group breaks away from the Jedi after Maul shows up. Padme gets to the Viceroy, and the Jedi face off with Maul. After a long battle, Anakin destroys the mothership of the blockade, which shuts down the Jord army. Padme captures Viceroy Gunray, and Obi-Wan defeats Maul only after Qui-Gon is killed. As he dies, Qui-Gon makes Obi-Wan promise to train Anakin. The Council allows Obi-Wan to train Anakin, although they worry that Maul may not be the only Sith remaining. And that is the plot Damn. of The Phantom Menace. The long-awaited... You forgot the celebration at the end. There was a big parade at the end. Didn't mention that. Mm -hmm. um, and then Anakin has a reptile. Yeah, but he is a... He was like ten. I know. Okay, we will talk about how bad of a child actor he is. The actual actor, his life kind of went downhill after this movie. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get to him. He got like a DUI. Yeah, a lot more than that. I'm pretty sure. But um, but uh, yeah. Okay, so starting out at the beginning of this movie. Let's just talk about the plot of this movie. Like, what the yeah. hell? Like, why is this the plot? <laughs> like, this was so... I mean, this was, like, so anticipated. And, like, you came to see this movie in theaters. Like, expecting, like, a follow-up yeah. to, like, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like, yeah. Watching this movie, I tried to put myself in the place of uh, moviegoer <clears throat> back in 99. God. Like, this was, like... My Force Awakens. Like, I tried to imagine, mm -hmm. like, that mentality. Yeah. And the disappointment I, I would have felt. Like, oh my goodness. And, I mean, like, Floyd, like, okay, one of the one of the most depressing things I th that you've... No, the most depressing thing that you have ever said to me, either, like, on the podcast or off, was that a lot of people, like, died after um, <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Like, yeah. like this was their last... Like, like yeah, that, was, right, that was... That was their last Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. And, like, but... That just kind of, like, tells you there was so much time in between and, like, to have seen the originals and be waiting that much for it, like, 
this has to be such a disappointment. Like, it just opens up, and they're talking about trade routes. Yeah. And if, if you guys, like I've talked about, like, behind-the-scenes stuff with some other movies, there's an interview with George Lucas. I believe it was, like, 96, 97. And it was him sitting down with a legal, like, like a legal pad, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And a pencil, and he goes... You know, I've been developing, you know, the prequels for, you know, X amount of years. And he's like, he sits down, he just looks at the camera and he goes, now all I need is an idea. And I'm sitting there like, what the hell, dude? You've been working on this movie for 15. How do you not have an idea? Yeah. Like, you were like, oh, I'm burning to tell this story. No, no, you haven't. You want to make money. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think like. If they didn't have anything to do... If they didn't have a story to tell... If this was a story you're telling, don't tell it. Why waste the time? Yeah, exactly. Like, this... Honestly, I think this plot would have been fine as a novel. Like, you know, one of, like, the... Just a novel that, like, you know... Oh, that's true. Like, a Star Wars novel. Like, it's fine. Like, because it's, like... It's a kind of significant story. Like, meeting Anakin. Mm -hmm. But, like... Not something... Nothing of consequence, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, also... Like, I made fun of with the uh, plot summary there. This is nothing what Obi-Wan and... Yoda we're talking about in the original trilogy. Yeah, how, how Yoda Yoda trained Anakin and then just... And Obi-Wan, yeah. No, yeah. let's scrap yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. nope. Yeah, like, just and, kidding. And it, like, also, there was, um, if you guys have ever seen um, any of the behind the scenes with the, pre- uh, with the prequels. I've seen, yeah. Have you seen where it shows Lucas after he watched the first cut of Phantom Menace? <laughs> yes, I've seen that. It's so <laughs> telling, because he's like... <laughs> Well, I think I might have gone too far in some places or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, they were just like, Lucas, re- watching what he did, he was like, damn it. All right. I <laughs> uh, guess I gotta stick this out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. he kind of he trumped it. Like, you know, he sort of like had something that he knew was bad and then he was like, yeah, let's just keep going with it. Let's just make the next one worse and people will maybe forget about this one. <laughs> exactly. People didn't. Um, but no, yeah, like... You'll never forget, I, I feel like the plot itself is somewhat interesting, but as I'll get into it, I think they... Uh, they they it, make creative decisions that make it less interesting. They did it the wrong way. Yeah. Like, the complete wrong way. Yeah, and, like, starting out at the beginning of this movie, I think it actually starts with a decent amount of intrigue and a pretty cool scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is honestly, like, first shot, I realized CGI was outdated. When no, that sure. when that ship was going into the hangar, it looked like kind of like bad computer graphics now. Well, like, like I mean, which game kind of was? Yeah, no, I'm saying like bad computer well, game graphics. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, and um. that's the problem. And I think the reason why the practical effects are gonna from the from the original trilogy hold up better, I think, than some of the the CGI already in this movie is because that stuff was real. Right. Yeah. I mean, they weren't trying to do as much. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, like I think the space battles. I know that you have problems with the some of the special effects in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. For some reason, just in my mind, I go with kind of older practical effects more than I go with shitty CGI. Mm-hmm. Right, because you feel like it's older. And, yeah, it's and older, and it fe- just feels real. It just mm-hmm. you can tell yeah. it was an actual thing, but with here, you can just tell this was early. Like, CGI. Look at those gungans. Yeah, like early. Looks so fake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, but no, yeah, I like this scene. I well, right away, best part of the prequels. Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan. I think oh, he's course. awesome. Unpopular opinion: He's not that good. Really? Why? I think everybody yeah, makes so a really big deal about his character and his performance, but like, I don't like. I don't see anything like he's. No, don't get me wrong. He's good, but like, I don't really need to see an Obi Wan solo movie. What? I don't think he's. Have you not rewatched Attack of the Clone and Re- Revenge of the Sith yet? 
No. Okay. He's when he's, <laughs> he's okay. Right. So I, I, I know. I, he, I know he's better. Like I'm. Yeah. Because he gets more. Rented the Sith. I mean, he gets better. He's so much younger in this movie. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's younger. So I also feel like Ewan McGregor has. I mean, like if we draw a comparison between uh, Ewan McGregor's job and <clears throat> who's the guy playing Solo? Uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Right. So his job is a lot harder because I, because it's very similar. Now that I had Han Solo, put that but yet. but Han Solo has such a like more distinctive character. And he so, was in more, right? So there's more of him, but I mean, so I mean, in this new movie, there's there's going to be a lot of pressure to yeah. really get his character right. But uh, like in the original trilogy, Obi Wan doesn't really do much. Like he's just kind of a old in guy. The movie and he dies, right? And then he he just kind of says his lines with like not really much delivery. So it's sort of up to interpretation of you and McGregor to mm-hmm. uh, think of like what he would have acted like. And yeah, and I'll like be... the oh, um, go ahead, Matt. You <laughs> McGregor's in... Um, portrayal of him is farther back than what all of that's what I was going to say. Doing, exactly. Right? So, like, yeah. so he, he has, he can, he has have, he can have a different appearance. He doesn't have to have the beard. Like he can kind of change the look. I'll be well, interested to see yeah. what this, what well, happens in Solo. Since just to so say about Solo, age. he it, it does take place twelve years before A New Hope. Yeah, but so like, like it is a decent amount. But they're still like maintaining right. that look and, and his. The, yeah, yeah, he looks the same. He looks pretty much the same. But like I didn't think because like with Han Solo, you can't really imagine him like changing that much. You always imagine him as like that. Because I mean, like we see him like a pretty young. Yeah, but with like Obi Wan. Like, oh, okay. This guy was probably. You know, we even see Han Solo like what he's like uh, many years later in Force Awakens, and he hasn't changed that much. Yeah. Well, actually, I think that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought like, oh, it's kind of it's very similar having yeah, the cool. recasting like of a prequel. But there's there's definitely more pressure on um, Alden Ehrenreich. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. because the character. Because I feel like a lot of people. I mean, Obi Wan's on screen more in the prequels than he is in the original. Trilogy. Imagine yeah. how uh, Hidden Christensen must feel being like you're the precursor to Darth <laughs> Vader, yeah. and you're ah! well, like, and and also, like, I think I think McGregor's pretty good here. I have this written down in my notes. I was going to talk about it later. We could talk about it now. I forgot how minor of a role Obi. Yeah, was I was going to say he's yeah. not in this movie no, a bunch. He's really not. Like, having I mean, stay on a ship for mostly like uh, Well, and yeah, I mean he's pretty much just shadow and Qui Gon. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, which also Qui Gon, where did you come from? Who cares? It's Liam yeah. Neeson. Yeah, like Liam Neeson, that's cool, but like. No, I'm like, saying that that's the reason. They're just yeah. like, Qui-Gon? It's right. Liam Neeson! We'll Who cares? And, and he wasn't mentioned at all, which is... Which it's weird. doesn't fit. Because this right. this character is so important to Anakin and Obi-Wan, and he obviously had a relationship with Yoda that no one ever mentioned him. Like, really, in the, in the course of the... In the and also, because it, it, it's revealed later in the prequel trilogy that he was the first fir- Force ghost. <laughs> yeah. That, like, how... Like, like it's just this... This prequel trilogy, I think, does a pretty good job of tying in with the original. I think that its biggest problem is the character of Qui-Gon and how the inconsistencies that come with the character of Qui-Gon. I like Qui-Gon. We'll get into it. I think he's probably the best character in this movie. Yeah. But he, he just causes a lot of problems with the, the continuity in general. Sure. Yeah. But, um, but to get back to the actual scene, I actually think it's really cool. I love the lighting when... Um, when the doors open and there's the green and blue because Qui-Gon yeah, that's very Obi-Wan cool. had their lightsabers. Yeah, that's a cool that. shot. <clears throat> and I'm also battle... of the Rogue One Dark yeah. Vader's lightsaber. Oh, true, true, true. And, I mean, also, like, the battle droids are, like, pretty, like, quintessential Star Wars. I mean, they're, they're like... Yeah. I, I, I remember I didn't... them being more annoying. Maybe from the Clone Wars TV show. Probably, yeah. I think I, think I, mean, I remember them being or annoying Lego from Star the, Wars. the Lego Star Wars <laughs> game. Right, that because they're, like, exactly. they're a huge part of that. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm... I yeah I don't know I sort of forgot that they they aren't in uh, 
the original trilogy at all, which is sort of strange. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were there. They had a couple of lines, but I didn't really find them like annoying. They didn't have an Roger, excess Roger. I I still think that they were like with stormtroopers. Well, okay, like when, when you have the battle droids going up against the Gungans, the battle droids are not annoying. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're minor. Like you don't notice them at all. But yeah, like have, of all things to be annoyed by in this shits. movie, like that's not one. Of yeah, them but with the battle them. droids, like obviously the stormtroopers were kind of as well, just like mindless. Uh, enemies to just like you know they pick off yeah. but like with the droids I've, it's even more so like that because there's obviously not a real person inside <laughs> and, and then later it's on, all cgi yeah, like i yeah. it kind of it kind of lessens well, the effect and then later on the jedi can just tear through them like tissue paper yeah it's They're just it's like too cool easy. i killed like an entire yeah. army by myself like yeah. oh okay there's a um oh god i don't remember what it is but it's some like i remember when they used to do like those comics or whatever for like the clone wars mm-hmm. before it was a tv show yeah there's one where yoda literally just like wipes out an entire oh are you Dora talking about the micro series maybe with mace windu on the one planet where he just goes crazy on uh, basically an entire army of battle droids there's the one the tartakovsky series Maybe I don't know. I I just remember when I was younger reading the comics where uh, Yoda literally just goes apeshit and like destroys an entire army of uh, droids. I don't know. I don't know that that because Yoda that comic specific. Yoda is a badass. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and Samuel Jackson is just happy to be in the movies. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to <laughs> yeah, Mace Windu. But um, Mace Windu. <laughs> but no. Okay. So also, I want I want to compliment this movie when I can. I thought Theed every time they showed it looked really cool. Well, it's an actual palace in Italy. It's it where it was filmed. Oh yeah. really? That's yeah. that's cool. It looked really good. And I thought, like, all the overhead shots of, like, the, the waterfall were really cool. The, like, the lands... Like, the like whatever you say about, like, the prequels, the landscapes look pretty this good. Is, I mean, yeah, the design there is... Yeah, you know, this when is... they fight on Windows Vista at the end, it's uh, pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was, I was, I as that, I was yeah. watching that, I was like, that's, that's Windows. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I, will, I will say this about George Lucas. Um, something that I think the newer movies are missing is George Lucas's creative touch. Because even though this guy can't, like, write a script to save his life, the, <laughs> the designs, the cities, just everything that he creates just, I don't know, has a certain, like, magical feel to it that I just love. Like, that's, like, my favorite part about the prequels. The it location. is. I mean, yeah, like, I, I, just keep, yeah. I just keep having in my notes, like, there's a lot of just really cool design. Yeah. yeah. Although the new movies look great, really good CGI. Are you talking about Disney movies? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, I still think that they kind of lack that magical aspect to them. We'll we'll get to that. I actually disagree with that. It's also kind of a problem considering that everything seems to get better as you go back in time and, like, that just doesn't make (laughs) sense to me. No, no, it does make sense because, actually, Lucas talked about that. He wanted everything to be more crisp and clean. Oh, really? Because, if you think about it... This is when everything was still, like... Yeah, this this was before the rise of the Empire and the reason why Star Wars was so gritty compared to this is that it had gone through the 20 years of the Empire That's in, fair. in the galaxy. And to be fair, you don't see a lot of like highly populated planets. No, you don't. You don't see but even you can, t- you can even regions. tell that they're all just like these like abandoned planets where like they're just half like yeah. these obscure This places. is supposed to be the closest, Victorian type of stuff. The closest yeah. we get to like a heavily populated uh, planet is Cloud City. Mm-hmm. And that's not even... Yeah, which actually doesn't look half bad. I no, mean, it compared to yeah, like Coruscant, awesome. but also they make yeah. a point to say that the Empire is not involved there. Yeah, so yeah. what's a mining um, colony? Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I think I think all the designs in this. We'll get to some of my favorite ones in Episode Three. I think there's some awesome mm-hmm. ones in Episode Three. Yeah. But my next note: Are Nemoidians racist? Yes. So is it? Yes. I, I wrote down. I'm like I don't know what kind of accents they're supposed to have, but. 
it has to be offensive. Yeah, like that's what I was saying. They're like, very blatantly like, Asian. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like that's what I was picking. And then, up like the thing. trading company, people always talk about like the spice trade and like East Asia, and like oh. I always kind of felt like Ooh. I always felt like they were like like kind of jabbing at like oh like they're all like doing like a bunch of trading. Yeah. yeah. Here's like, my question: Is it the stereotypical or is it racist? Like and I'm not I'm not saying either way. Like I don't know. Like is it just him playing on a stereotype or is it racist? I don't know. Mix of both. I yeah. would say it's kind. Kind of racist, just in the way that, like, why would you give an alien like a very specific Asian yeah. accent? Yeah. Right. Were the actors who played them Asian? I don't know. It kind of looked like animatronics to me. I actually don't know. I didn't yeah. look this up. It somewhat looked like animatronics. Okay. I was I'm watching the, the way that the mouth moved, and I was like, like, very clearly does not yeah. line up with yeah. uh, what they're saying. So, uh, good job with those terrible special effects guys. Mm. Yeah, like, and and also that was you know early on CGI. Uh, Actually, no, that wasn't even CGI. That was real people. So I don't, I don't know what they were. I'm sure you guys are looking that up right now. Yeah. But like, um, so Newt Gunray was Silas Carson. So so there was a person under there. To get, yeah. Um, okay. Is well, he also Kiati Mundi? Yes, he is. Oh, he is. Oh. Oh, that's and all of the pictures. Of you yeah. said, so he he, he was in not. Phantom Thread. <laughs> he was. Yes, he was in Phantom Thread. Dang. Phantom Menace and Phantom Thread. That's, that's a good. That's wow. A good that's interesting movie. jump. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, yeah. So like, I don't know. I didn't like. I watching it. I wasn't. I wasn't offended, just because I feel like Lucas. I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel like he's coming at it with a sense of like, oh, I don't like these people. Yeah. Right. I mean, it never. It never felt like mean spirited. But yeah. it's just. It's just kind of confusing. Like, why would you? Like yeah, why? It just kind like, of gets a little insensitive. There's no reason for it. They're like, there's no reason to give yeah. them such a specific accent. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, and especially, I mean, and it's also like played for comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it was one of the first times that they had had like aliens that actually like really talked. I mean, right. like you'd had aliens before in the uh, the originals, but, but they like, didn't really talk. Chewy that or growled. they like Chewy growled, uh, like Greedo and Jabba, mm-hmm. like com- uh, communicated little, in yeah. different languages. Yeah. I mean, if you like any of the people from like Jabba's palace, mm-hmm. uh, not I don't I can't think of any that like blatantly spoke English. No, I don't, I can't think of any either. But, like, they never had an accent. Well, so, then this this also brings up kind of another, um, weird point, is that the Gungans have sort of a, sort of a slave dialect. Um, I, some, yeah. Some elements of it, I some, pick up on that. it picks up, yeah, I mean, some of the, I can't think of any specifically, but I feel like some of their, um, like, like verbs, yeah, like some of their uh, sort of verb Conjugation. I don't know, like spake, like I spake. I, spake. Mm, I don't know. That's that's sort of a, um, just a, a a different way of doing it. That's I don't. I'm, there there are definitely parts of the, um, I guess I guess lexicon or some parts of the syntax that um, are derived from that, I, which is I didn't they very get any clearly race they very like clearly don't Gungans. they very clearly don't speak. Um, English as their first language, yeah. but that begs the question: Why don't they like speak it when you're in the um, the Gungan city? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't ever see Gungans just speak. Oh no, we do see Gungans speaking to each other. We see Jar Jar and well, Tarples. Yeah, exactly, to each other. Jar Jar and Tarples, and then also when they're talking to Boss Nass, and they yeah. speak English, but they're speaking English. <clears throat> it's called basic in Star Wars. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, but no, I looked it up because I was curious to see if like if they were just speaking like broken English for like. Uh, a reason, or if they had like a different like 
uh, language altogether, and apparently they do have Gunganese, but I don't know really? what that is. Yeah, they've n- I've never seen, like, in anything I've ever seen of Gungans, they've always just spoken, I always call it, so I just call it basic because I'm a Star Wars nerd. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, that's that's interesting, yeah. And I, I didn't get any specific race off of them, we'll talk about another stereotype later. But, um, but no, that's not one I got. And also, you know, getting there... The next scene is our introduction to the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, the phantom menace that people think of, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Um, you know, everything... I mean, we, wait, we, we skipped talking about droidicas, which are pretty dope. Okay, oh, pretty oh, cool. droidicas are awesome. Yeah, they're but, fun, Battlefront. Get that upgrade. But yep. back, to, mm-hmm. back, to, back to Jar Jar. But yeah, Jar Jar, so like... Yeah, so like I was saying, I hadn't seen this movie in a while, so I was coming in, and I was like, all right, you know, maybe Jar Jar wasn't as bad as I remembered, you know, maybe he just didn't have, maybe, no, maybe it wasn't that bad, but oh my god, this first scene. <laughs> this first scene is terrible. Wow. And like, he's just, he's just not, I feel like they were, I don't know, maybe they were like trying to do something Ewok-ish and trying to like, Peel give the, the kids, kids something, but. It is supposed to be for the kids. But first of all. He takes up way too much time to just he, be like to just be like another thing there for the kids. And also, if you're a kid, he's not really enjoyable. Yeah, and I, I learned this from actually I liked Jar Jar when I was a kid. Um, but maybe that just tells you about what kind of kid I was. Um, <laughs> but um, so no, like I I heard someone say this. I forget who it was, but like they didn't realize until like someone said like I didn't realize until this time I watched it looking for it. Jar Jar is omnipresent. He is. Always on his screen. Literally From the moment he shows up, he was up. supposed to be a Sith Lord. So uh, <laughs> okay, enough with your. Can we talk Snoke about that? No, 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 I'm not going to talk about Snoke, no. but like, oh, that he's uh, an evil Sith Lord. If you have time, maybe like at some point, I can do like a little thing about this, uh, about the Jar Jar is a Sith theory. We won't yeah. take too it's much a, time. It's on a it fun. Now, it's a funny theory. It's, it's, it's not true. It's, it's what well, they were funny. saying. No, they were, they it, talked. There evidence. There is evidence. The actors who voiced him said that Lucas wanted to. Wanted to do the same thing that he did with Yoda, being like crazy, but mm-hmm. then because he got such a negative reaction from the first movie, there's no. I can way talk on and on about this. Yeah, I've done I've extensive research. I think I it's don't buy hilarious. It. No, it's funny. Like I like it. Like I like thinking about it because I'm a Star Wars and I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of funny. Like yeah, 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 that could happen. But like, actually, no. There was no way that Lucas would have done that. I wouldn't put it past him. I think he would have. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, yeah. Like some other no, because Jar Jar was supposed to be for the kids, though, so I don't think he would take the thing that's supposed to be for the kids and make it the ultimate evil. Yeah, but lo- but like he, originally, what people say is that he was supposed to mirror Yoda in that, like, you find this like random crazy thing by the side of the road, and then eventually it turns out to be some <laughs> all powerful being. Because Yoda, I mean, is like in the beginning, you see him hitting R two with his stick, going mine, 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 like blatantly acting insane. Right. But then people say that, like, because Lucas said that they mirror each other. He said it's poetry. Foot's they just, rhyme. It's just full baseball. I, I stand behind <laughs> that. I think, yep. yeah. No. no. It's so, so like, I don't want to believe it, but <laughs> it's George Lucas. Oh, man. Like, okay, so this scene. It, it's annoying enough. Like, it'd be, like, one thing if, you know, he's, like, just saves this gun again and then he goes, um... And then he just goes away. But then when he goes, all the time. your ability to talk does not make you intelligent. <laughs> I love that line. And I was like, yes, that, go away. Cool Please leave. I love that line. Yeah. It would be such a good line if he actually went away. <laughs> if he just left. But then he just, he <laughs> just and then, stays. And then says, no, no, Misa, stay. Misa called Jaja Beast. And, uh, 
He just it never stops. He just never stops. Yeah. Being see, one, because once movie. you name it, then you become attached. Yeah. yeah. That was no, that was Qui Gon's. fault. He shouldn't have let him say his name. That was his first flaw. Yeah, there's a lot of f bombs in my notes. G is just looking over this. Yeah, it's just like this effing sucks. This effing sucks. And since this is Phantom Menace, and there might be children listening, I'll try to refrain from using that harsh of language. But yeah, yeah it like, it's to give this movie another compliment. I like the Gungan city, like the look at the look of it's it. It's a cool it design. Cool. I mean, yeah. like again, yeah. it's a cool design. Once again, I think Lucas's design here is really cool. Yeah, it was filmed in smoky caves. I learned that earlier yeah. when I was reading Smoky it. Cave. Well, they were trying to simulate what underwater would have looked mm. like, uh, and without like actually like filming underwater, yeah. so they filmed in Smoky Cave. Should have done for Justice League. <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. Damn it! <laughs> yep, it didn't even look bad. Yes, it. Oh my God! Yes, it. Oh, fuck off. We're Go not going into this again. Podcast. Um, but no, yeah, like it looks cool, and I really like John Williams' score right there. The the, the choral. Um, singing when they're swimming to the city. Yeah, I mean John Williams' score is solid throughout. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. he doesn't it's... he doesn't take a he doesn't take a nap on this one. No, that's that's next movie. Yeah, this but is, um well, this is what I'll say about the score. Um like I think this is another thing which the new movies are missing. Like John Williams I think created like a really new feel, really like new vibe for the prequels, which really? I, yeah, I felt like it. Like it was a lot of newer stuff while in the new ones I think he's just rehashing the old original music. Also, he's like 83 years old. Yeah. Well, he's still making he can, a bunch of He can kind of fun <laughs> at this point. He, I mean, when you build a repertoire of like Star Wars music that large, you're just like, "Eh, now this Jones ET." Yeah. And I'm just talking about specifically like the Star Wars music that he's recalling. Did you guys the... speaking of ET? Did you notice the ET delegation? Yes, yes, of course. yes. I hate it's that God. so much. You it hate makes it? me I so mad. I I've heard about it, but I've never it's noticed it. It's ah. just a reference. I hate it. Like it's, it's just stupid. for fun because Spielberg and him and Fre- are friends. It's not canonical. Uh, no, it's not. But um, yeah. like, like we I'm get like, to someone honestly oh. next. That is worse. I think he's more annoying than Jar Jar, but he's in the movie so much less. Boss Nass sucks. He is so annoying with his blubbering, as we made fun of earlier. We're gonna make like, you the yeah, like, and like he's so dumb. Yeah, that, and like that comes later. Yeah, like, <laughs> like so it's so use. It's just like uselessly comical and just it just like lightens any dramatic tension or anything going yeah. on in the film. Mm-hmm. Like and and I similar to another film I saw. Oof, stop. <laughs> and um, not yet. Like I like I like I like Liam Neeson in this scene. I think Liam yeah. Neeson's actually really good in this scene. We're, like trying to bargain for Jar Jar. Like why? Why do you want Jar Jar with you? <laughs> like like seriously, yeah. Qui Gon multiple times in this movie will just be like, oh Jar Jar, yeah, you come here, and be like, why? No. He had so stop. many. He had so many opportunities just to leave him behind. Yeah, yeah. really. And he doesn't. Like, and Obi Wan. Why? Obi Wan says, oh, why do I feel like we picked up another pathetic life form? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, you're right. Jar Jar is right. pathetic. No, but he was talking about Anakin on that. Time. Well, I know they're both but, pathetic. But referring to yeah, referring yeah. back to yeah, yeah, Jar Jar. Um, oh man, Jar Jar. I mean, like, just is just the worst. Yeah, he's like, just so bad. The worst. He's just bad. Ultimately, he's annoying. There are so like, many times when I'm like, is Qui-Gon an idiot? Because like he just does <laughs> he does so many questionably like stupid things. Mm-hmm. And like betting everything on a pod race oh, from I a ten year old. Like letting a ten year old come into so a battle. Ballsy. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah, like Qui-Gon oh makes a lot God. of like I feel like Qui-Gon was like Lucas's like out. 
Like, he was like, oh, anytime, like, I need something to happen, like, uh, yeah, Qui-Gon will do that. And then, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Qui-Gon will, yeah, he'll do that. Like, why not? Like, yeah, he'll, he'll bring Jar Jar with him, like, through the city uh. horde. And, uh, yeah, he'll, like, bet everything See, on the nine I think he would have, like, because the Jedi Council says... You know, oh, he's a really, like, reckless guy. You know, they tell Obi-Wan that he shouldn't pick up his reckless qualities. But I feel like I like I would have been okay with that. Like, oh, it's just a reckless character. If it wasn't played by Liam Neeson. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the it's fact like, that it's oh, played by Liam Neeson, Liam it's like, oh, he's got to be, like, the most perfect person Literally ever. Oscar Schindler yeah. Yeah. is playing this Jedi. And, like, he just makes so many bad decisions. Yeah. And, like, I and the, the problem is because I think Qui-Gon's actually a really interesting character. Like, we get a couple of scenes with him where, you like, you can tell, like, it, honestly, I think he'd be an interesting character to have his own spin-off movie. I'm oh, sure. Like, like that's an interesting smaller character in the scope mm-hmm. of Star Wars. That if you did a movie twenty years before Phantom Menace about Qui Gon when he's younger, that's gonna be probably pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and people aren't gonna compare it like they're gonna compare you know Solo mm-hmm. to to Harrison Ford. Um, but no, yeah, and also this scene of them going through the Planet Core. This is another place where the CGI kind of Cooperfish smells stinko with. Yeah, exactly. Like, Alright, so what is a gooberfish? Because Gooberfish Big Gooberfish is when they're first because <laughs> when they're first like kinda they've like just embarked and Jar Jar is like looking around at all the stuff and he goes, Oh gooberfish <laughs> And then later when the, the the giant like giant fish comes and like bites the ass of their ship <laughs> then Jar Jar's like, Oh it's a gooberfish but why was he, like, so excited by it the first time, and now it's, like, trying to kill him? Like, what is, like... I think it's just big fish, honestly. <laughs> is, is that just the name for a fish? And gooberfish. At the end, he and, like, l- the later one, he goes, big gooberfish! Like, <laughs> I'm so confused by it. What is a gooberfish? It doesn't make any sense, because he's, he's like, looking at it and, like distracted by it like oh so cool like pretty and then it's eating them and it's the same fish it's still it's still a goober fish someone explain this to me i don't know i can't i need it i can't defend that need an explanation need like, the, sh- the shitty there's always a bigger fish joke and i just that's always oh a- my god yeah. like like this this scene specifically just shows George Lucas cannot write dialogue no he wanted to this was such a long scene I know of them just going through the thing she's like oh god I couldn't possibly care less I know so let's move on so uh the next scene I actually like of them getting out of the ship and them fighting anytime any action scene in this movie when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan have their lightsabers out kicking some ass is entertaining oh yeah sure and I think, you know, although it's it's really like, you know, like I said, it's just him cutting through tissue paper. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. still it's still fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it's it's very fun. And Yeah, and if you're watching this in ninety nine, the only lightsaber battles you've seen are Obi Wan and Darth Vader moving exactly really right. slowly. This must have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah, I'm sure it had a bit very satisfying. And like you, you know, you know, like Rogue One it kind of just them going nuts and showing you something that you've always wanted to see. I feel like this is very similar to Rogue One there, where it's just like, yes, people have wanted to see this for a long time. We need to give this to them. And also, maybe these scenes are better just because everything else is just so annoying that, like, when you actually any, get something, when you get something cool, Jar, it's Jar is amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, after that, it's, like, right back to the negotiations. I know. Yeah. Like, it's so all, much negotiations. It's all either negotiations or Jar Jar. 
And then you and get that little break of action. It just, it just switches between the two, basically, constantly. and infuriating. It's so... And every time... What I noticed is, every time there's been, like, a lot of one of those, like, either the, either the trade negotiations or Jar Jar Binks, every time there's been a lot... You're like, God, can we please just go to the other one? And then they switch, and then they're like, no, it's give me the other. <laughs> yeah. This is, like, you always want, you always think that what you're getting is worse. And then it goes back to Jar Jar Binks, and you're like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you weren't there. Screw it. Yes, okay, I'm sorry. If there are kids listening to this, I don't, I, Stop don't, listening. I don't care. Don't mimic our <laughs> words. Um. What's up? Kid is going but, to our yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but, like, okay, so now we get to the best part of this movie. Love this so much. Darth Maul is awesome. Oh, he's yeah. so awesome. Very cool. So cool. If you guys have not watched the episodes of the Clone Wars or the Rebels TV oh, series, when it comes back, so comes back it's easily the best stuff in that show. Um, also, Savage Press is pretty cool. Also, his brother Savage, he has a brother Savage Press. Logan, have you watched the good. TV show? I saw the movie. You saw the movie? Okay. So so you watched the worst episodes of the show. That was literally. such a good <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and, like, if you go back, uh, seriously, it's on Netflix, the, the Darth Maul episodes. It doesn't wrap up his storyline because the show got canceled. Ah, shame. The Clone Wars show. Um, uh, I know. Stupid Disney. Um, but, yeah, if you go back and watch those episodes, those are really, really good episodes. And um, I think you'll enjoy it. Because if you, if you enjoy Darth Maul in this movie in the tiny bit, like, he's barely in I this movie. I forgot that he spoke at no, all. Yeah. He's like, big. Not Ra- he's big. <laughs> and it's not uh, Ray Park. It's not the guy who played him, actually. It's Ranger Serafinowitz, if you've ever seen Guardians. The guy who was, like, with Rocket, he was like, oh, this stupid uh, raccoon, and then he sacrifices himself. It's that guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, um... No, yeah, so, because Ray Park, I don't, he, he's a badass stuntman, but I heard that he wasn't very good at delivering lines, no. <laughs> so they replaced his, they replaced his voice, mm-hmm. but, um, but no, yeah, and Maul, his opening scene's really cool when he just shows up behind Sidious. Oh, he's like, but, like, also, how do holograms work? Good like, question. What's no. protecting them? We could, we, we could take, like, 20 minutes to talk no, about yeah, this. Because <laughs> with the holograms, there's another sequence where, um... The two like racist <laughs> alien creatures are talking, speaking to a hologram of uh, Palpatine, and like the hologram is like rotating as they're like ter- walking around it, mm-hmm. and they, like I don't, know, I was like, how is that? How is that happening? Also, know. like, like space just, tech. There's one where they're like sitting at a table. It's the one where Darth Maul actually like walks into frame, and mm-hmm. I'm like, is there like a camera? Like, how does this work? Because, like, they're just at a table. Like, is he seeing them at a table? Or, like, is... I just... I don't understand. Like, what's projecting... You can them? see them, but I none just, of their surroundings. Yeah, right now, why can't I see you? <laughs> can you see my surroundings? I can't see yours. Uh, um, but, uh, no. Um, no, yeah. I, I never questioned the space the space tech throughout this movie. That wasn't really yeah. one of the things I, I was I mean, if you go down the rabbit hole of questioning Star Wars yeah, technology... It's not a big yeah. deal. Um, but, yeah... What? Also, right after this, um, R2-D2 gets introduced right after this, too. Because every other droid gets blown off the windshield. Watching this, I was like, oh, this is like Force Awakens. Yeah. What, just that every old character is coming back? Yeah, they're just like, introduce R2-D2 and CP3, oh yeah. Yeah, like, okay, so, here, uh, I like that R2's in this movie because I like R2, but also at the same time, it's just like... Did you say (laughs) CP3? Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) What did? Yeah. CP3 I noticed that I was gonna let it slide. I was but like, <laughs> took a second to register. I was like, oh, no. CP3. Yeah. Uh, no. no, but yeah, like I like that R2's in this movie. But as we'll get later in the prequels, 
there's just there's too many original trilogy characters in this in the prequels. Where it's just like so? it just really, especially when Chewbacca shows up in Episode Three, it's just like why? Goodbye. Chewbacca. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, it's just like there's a lot of like just random. <laughs> That's right. There's just like a lot of random original trilogy characters that I feel like it just shrinks the universe. Like I just like like I like that. Qui-Gon's a new character, and it's fun to get to know a new character, but, like, with the timeline, that doesn't make sense. But there are so many other characters that you could just introduce new characters. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like I feel like with R2, it just helps to bridge the gap, um, mm-hmm. kind of, between the two movies. You know, it's, it, it's not another Rogue One, where it's entirely disconnected, and you don't know any of the characters, and you don't care about them. Like, there, there are very clear... Um, I mean, there, there, there's a, there, are, there are connections between yeah. uh, the prequels and, and the original trilogy, and I think R2 is one of those. I think introducing, just having another droid, another uh, TS, yeah. what was he? I don't know. TSO-14 or whatever. No the Rogue One shit. Oh. Cassian said I had to. <laughs> Crap. Um... I don't know why I couldn't remember that off the top of my head. I'm a terrible Star Wars nerd. Um, But no, yeah, so like, I like R2, and he's not in it that much. He's not. But like, I don't know. The thing that I do hate, and I was going to wait, but let's just talk about it now while it's on my mind and I'm pissed about it. Okay. Why did you make Darth Vader make C-3PO? Yeah. Like, how stupid is that? Yeah. Whatever he says, thank the maker, though. He's talking about... He's talking, and he's not even talking about Darth Vader. He's talking about <laughs> ten-year-old Anakin. 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 Wow, so I many. Yeah. That's the maker. Wrong decisions. And, and yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I guess if you really liked C three PO in the original trilogy, I did not. <laughs> um, then this, <laughs> then seeing him meet uh, R two for the first time was like kind of charming. I guess should have yeah. been like there are so many. What inter- do you mean? I'm naked. <laughs> But, like, that dialogue, like, maybe you liked that dialogue. I don't know. There if, are... you, if you did, like, I'm not going to stop you from liking that, but <laughs> as much as I would like to. But, like, that's just, it, it, you don't need it. Yeah. There are so many introductions in this movie to characters that are so, like, vital later on that, like, are just so, sh- like, horrible. Just yeah. so, like, terribly done. And that's one of them. And also Obi-Wan meeting Anakin and then, like... Ah, they should have had something that like mirrored like later when Obi Wan dies, and I just ah. yeah, like you could have just a better filmmaker, and I think you could have had a lot better of a movie. But yeah. Lucas was never gonna at this point. Lucas wasn't gonna make anyone else, let anyone else make this movie. Another, th- let's talk about another thing that's terrible in this movie. Natalie Portman. Natalie uh, Portman. Yeah, God, she's terrible in she's, this movie. Which is a shame because she's she's an amazing actress. She's really good. Um, yeah, but her performance is so, so how flat. old was she? In this? 18, so flat. She yeah. was a senior playing a fourteen year old though. Right. Padme is supposed to be fourteen. Yes. Which and is like weird. Okay, so and actually, Anakin is no, eleven. Not. I'm eighteen film? and I'm playing a fourteen year old right now. Really? In the show that I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, like Portman was apparently a brat on set. Really? Yeah. Portman was so pissed that she was out in the desert for the long time, and that she literally, <laughs> she said in interviews afterwards that she literally said, all right, I'm not going to act. She just, like, literally, like, consciously was bad in this so movie. So that's wow. why she doesn't have any emotion. Mm-hmm. No, seriously, that's why. Uh, she was being a bratty teen and was like, screw you guys, I'm not going to act. That, that sucks. And, like, that's just annoying. Like, so annoying. Rat. I don't know, because I guess they were far enough into filming that they didn't want to spend the money to reshoot the old stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, that's just annoying. Like, like Jake Lloyd, 
you can blame on the like either the kid or director. We'll get to it. Jar Jar completely Lucas's fault. This is just Portman just being annoying, like on purpose. Yeah, that's, I didn't realize that's how it went down, mm-hmm. but that's not good. But she was really good in V for Vendetta. Yeah, no, well, like she's Annihilation. Great, great actress. We've talked about her before. She was great in Annihilation. She was great in the V for Thors? Vendetta. Well, I think well. she decided the same thing in those movies. I, um, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> I will defend her in the Thor. Really? She's oh, a, yeah. like a saving grace of the Thor. No, I, I agree. Like her in I those. agree. Um, and, and yeah, like you know, the introduction to Natalie Portman, and also you know, Kira Knightley, her yeah. acting debut in oh, this movie. Right, I yeah. think that was Sabe. right around there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, her. Yeah, her. Uh, the fake queen. She the um, one dies in the second. One. No, it's a different, no, different aid. Um, but no, yeah, I like, I like, I kind of like the idea the of like one? Padme. That's the second one. That's the beginning of the second one. I kind of, I kind of like the, uh, like the dynamic of you know the di- the, um, the decoys and you know when Padme was actually Queen Amidala, but the only problem with it is, y- when you realize that, the Naboo are so stupid that they elected a fourteen-year-old as their leader. Yeah. Like what the hell is wrong with you people? Why I'm, are you electing fourteen-year-olds? I mean, like if queen, she were like though. if she were like the queen, then no. We'll find she, out later. She, she is, is the queen. elected. Well, yeah, she is an they, queen. yeah, they have a line about that. Yeah. But like, so like if they had just had her be the queen, then like that would be fine. But no, they say that she's an elected. Uh, yeah, like, no, who like if it was, if it was like her parents was yeah. the re- like, and they died, and that's the reason mm-hmm. she's the queen. That would actually that give some sense. cool depth. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. But no. These people elected a 14-year-old. Hello, I am the 14-year-old elected. I have a question about this whole de- this whole decoy thing, because maybe I just wasn't paying attention, because I didn't really care. <laughs> but So, so like, there's a decoy... Wait, so, so they elected Natalie Portman, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But then, like, in... She took one of her handmaidens and... For, like, when, they're, for when they're traveling. Yeah. Or, no, because people are out to kill her. But... But she's taught. But when the kind of blows for the handmaiden who yeah, she picks. But the decoy like is talking to other like government officials. Do they know it? Well, know do that you, she's if you decoy? notice every time the decoy's making decisions, Padme will just interject. She'll oh, just really? throw in comments. Okay. Yeah. Like like literally like watching. If you go back and watch it, knowing it, you there will be specific lines where Padme will say something that's very specific. Like. Like not noticeable if you're not, if you don't know their decoys, but like if you look at it in context, knowing she's a decoy, that you could see that she's the one actually making oh, the decision. Okay, yeah, but that's, even, that's even, actually pretty clever yeah, because I, I didn't like really it. notice that. Like but that's watching that's, it this time through. I and like I said, I have kind of a vague recollection of it, but I was like, isn't Padme the same as Amidala? Like, why yeah, are they is. being? But yeah, but that doesn't happen every time. Like, there's a, there's a one scene where the decoy like just makes a decision about sending Jar Jar to. Do you remember that part where? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she sends. They say, "Who are we gonna like send to do this thing?" She's like, "What about Jar Jar?" Damn it, Sabe. She, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. see that I love when they're on Tatooine wow, when I, they first land on Tatooine. I know we're not specifically there. We're kind of jumping all over the place, but whatever. When she sends, we are made it an hour in. When she sends ass. Padme to clean R two, that's the biggest middle finger of this movie. Knowing <laughs> afterwards, like, yeah, you queen, I'm the fake queen. Yeah, go clean. The so was it her just stupidity that caused her to send Jar Jar and think he was a good person to be? Uh, <laughs> Sent on the mission? I don't know. Like, there's so many, like, like I said, like, this is just, like, Lucas being like, oh, God, I need something for the kids there. Uh, well, yeah, let's send George. George, George. Can we, um, can we talk about pod racing? Now this is pod racing. I feel like this is as good as time as any. I'm just going to, like, interject <laughs> here. Like, right. let's talk about pod racing. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Oh, we're not going to talk about the Jewish stereotype. We'll get water. there. We'll get there. 
It takes oh, oh yeah, oh wow, yeah. I have. Can <laughs> we talk about pod racing first though? <laughs> I did not realize that. Uh, yeah, no, I legitimately didn't realize. Now the Jews stereotype with Watto. Oh no! <laughs> oh wow! Okay, they. Uh, I'm not laughing because they stereotyped him. I'm laughing at the fact that that's in Floyd's notes. Yeah. I'm very. Like, um, I don't think that that's was cool that they did that. Anyway, pod racing. This, the part takes so long. It's so long. <laughs> they show the one dude that you don't care about just blowing up. I know. They <laughs> show so dumb. They literally show... Generis, you don't like Ben Quadrineris? I don't care. They show all of the characters that we don't care about. Like, they introduce so many people at the start of this race. Also, the commentators, the two-headed oh, thing. Oh, ah, oh my god. Ooh, why, does it, why does it speak two different languages? Stop! Why do his heads... <laughs> Why do his head speak different languages? Bilingual. Someone answer me that. Yeah. Why? He's one thing. Did they both? They put their heads in different rooms while they learned the languages. <laughs> I don't Bobby know. Scott what, is one just... taking the lead? No, you know what I was thinking. I don't think. I think they're two separate beings. You know what it made me think of? I, I don't know why I haven't seen this thing since I was like five or six. But I love. Hold on. Sorry. I loved. Dragon Tales when I was a kid. I don't know if oh, yes. Yes. Oh my god! Yes. I took oh, it as right. how they were just two separate dragons, kind of like together, and they both had their own thoughts. They would yeah. argue a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's what I thought of it. <laughs> yeah, but like Bet and Dot from uh, American Horror Story. I never seen it, but like, um, but no, yeah, like that's what I took it as. So I, I think that that resolves that problem. I will agree with you. It's way too long of a scene. But <laughs> oh, the commentators also have the line. I don't care what universe you're from, that's gotta hurt. Oh. But aren't they all from the same universe? <laughs> this is one universe! That's the meaning of universe! Yeah, that's true. But like, all, <laughs> it's peppered with the such best. bad dialogue. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, that's it, just like, bad Lucas dialogue. Like, also, it's cool shooting to look at. People yeah. like, it's, it, it, they make it so dumb. Also, okay, there's like, I disagree, I like this scene. No, I like this scene. This is entertaining. All, all of pod racing? Okay. Yeah, it's entertaining. Surface sure. level. The fact that Anakin does the same thing every single time and throws his hands forward to just, like, shoot off and win yeah, the race. Why isn't he going that stupid. fast the whole time? It's like, it's like oh, like, let me go faster. Why right. did you do that in the first place? <laughs> like, when, when Subalba is... By the way, um, Subalba, spelled X-I-B-A-L-B-A, is the name for the Mayan underworld. So... What the hell? <laughs> no idea how that relates, but um, Subalba... Uh, actually, actually, I think his design is pretty cool. But like every time that he's like catching up his hands, yeah, he's like like walking on his hands. I don't know. I think it's neat. <laughs> but like every time, oh, my thoughts are so scattered right now. I'm <laughs> so like, angry. This entire podcast. Every so time far. he's like catching up to Anakin, he just like Wee! puts his hands forward. <laughs> I hate that so much. And then he, it's... he has a magnet thing that he like reaches oh. out to catch like the reins. He's like, I got it. And then he like jams his hands forward, and he gets another speed boost. So he's even like, all right, and. By the end of this of this pod racing shenanigan, it's an hour and ten minutes into the movie. This is a two hour sixteen minute movie, <laughs> including the credits. And they're more than halfway through the movie when they finish this whole pod racing. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yep. Okay. Why? Let me try to defend this a little bit because I actually like this. Oh, I enjoy it. watching this scene. Maybe it's just because Jar Jar's not talking that much, and Jake Boyd... <laughs> but he is! Hold on, while they're setting up... Also, while they're setting up... Go, Andy, go! While they're setting up, um, like, the, the pod racers and everything, um... My tongue. My, t- uh, my, my tongue! tongue. <laughs> my tongue is fat! Um... <laughs> and young 
Guido! Oh my god! Young Guido! There's a scene where they're like, where they're like, they're like on the grid, they're like about to start the pod race, right? And Jar Jar's like fixing up something on Anakin's thing, and for some reason there's a like a weird space horse in front of them. Uh, maybe it's one of the Canto White ones, and it farts. And Jar Jar, Jar Jar just gives like a ooh stink a whiff reaction. But at that point in the movie, you're not even phased by that. Because he steps in shit earlier, like ten minutes before. He's like, ooh, icky. What the hell? Because it's just Jar Jar Binks with poop and fart humor. And at this point in the movie, you don't even care. You're like, this is fine. This is normal. Like, this is the movie that I'm. This is the movie that I've resigned to watching. You're just like, yeah, I'm spending time on this movie. <laughs> Alright. I enjoy watching this scene. Uh, I got nothing. No, I got nothing. Why? It's kind of entertaining, but it's On the purely so like visual spectacle yeah. level, sure. But like, yeah. and it, it, if you turn off the audio, yeah, sure. <laughs> and like, okay, so if okay, if it's on in the background, it's a it's it's more entertaining than NASCAR, I'll give it that. That's true. Yeah, like okay, so here's your choices in this movie. You got Portman on screen? No. You got Jake Lloyd on screen with anything other than just a wind machine in his face and him thrusting his hands forward? No. And you got you got Jar Jar who like he's he's in this scene but he's just making random comments so it's not like he's actually like you know stepping in shit or anything like that or um you know hitting a droid on the nose to close it like you know dumb or shit like that. A stupid or stupid yeah, stealing to try and eat. yeah. Oh. Okay, so like of all those things that could have been on screen, there was like a somewhat enter- entertaining race going on. This is a nice break. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's entertaining enough. Jabba just- was there. I hate Yay. this term. I hate the term turn off your brain entertainment, but this is the definition of turn off your brain entertainment. Yeah. If you're not thinking about it that hard, it's fine. Chris Stuckman, by the way, pointed this out in his review a couple years ago. Every single shot is left to right. Left to right. Left to right. Head on. From behind, left to right, left to right. Mm. And watching it, I think this might have been the first time I watched it since then, I was like, oh my god, he's right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, every single shot is a pan, starting at the left side, pan to the right side. It's so it's just past. so basic. Mm. The fact that they have it go for three laps, like, no. It's a solid, like, ten minute sequence. It is. It's not longer. Yeah, it's really long. Oh, like, also, I, I said this in my notes, I'm like, it, it's cool scene, it's just too long. Yeah. Um, also, what's... What's Anakin's mom's accent, and why doesn't he have it? Does she, That's a good point. She, she has, like, a weird accent. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Shmi. Uh, yeah, Shmi What's Skywalker. She's, Shmi? she's a great character. Is it Shmi or Shmi? Shmi. S-H-M-I. That's what I thought. Shmi. Okay. Um, Shmi. <laughs> real quick question with Jar Jar. Why did Qui-Gon bring Jar Jar to Mos Espo with them? I don't... Like, why? Like, what lo- logical situation would you take an amphibious creature, frog-like creature... What? Not only okay. <laughs> if he was not annoying as shit, it still wouldn't make sense why you take a gun in this way. But he is—he's literally constantly breaking things. Like what? Like nope. seriously, Qui-Gon, just just what? Into a fight with also, there's such a long negotiating scene with uh, with Qui Gon and Watto. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's still just negotiations. <laughs> yep. 
and mild prejudice. <laughs> yeah. And anti-Semitism. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't even realize, but now that adds so much uh, yeah. so much words. Oh yeah, okay, and and also you know, if you guys have ever seen this, I think one of the coolest Star Wars posters ever is that teaser poster for Phantom Menace with the shadow of Vader yes, up on it. I love oh, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk about Jake Lloyd. Okay, we're there. Okay, we're here. I didn't need a nine-year-old Darth Vader. I didn't. Like, like, like thinking about it now, like, you don't need a nine-year-old yeah, Darth don't. Vader. You watch this movie, you're like, fuck, I really didn't need a nine-year-old Darth Vader. <laughs> He, oh, I mean, you watch, you watch, like, interviews with him, and it's like, I mean, imagine how cool this was for him mm-hmm. to be able to, like, tell his friends, like, yeah, I'm playing young Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. Like, how exciting is that for, for Jake Lloyd? But, yeah. well, I mean... It ruined his life. Whenever he yeah. spoke, I felt ruined. like I was watching Mystery Science Theater. And I, feel so, I, feel, <laughs> I feel so bad for this kid, because, yes, he's terrible in this movie, but honestly, he's nine years old. And this ruined his life. I blame mo- like like there's this thing with chi- people say always child actor how good or bad it is it says nothing about the child actor it says everything about the director. Yep. and I agree with that because if you look at say Brooklyn Prince in Florida Project from well, this year didn't look, love that movie but she is awesome in that look movie. Look at it. Yeah. Look how good like those all those child actors. But those kids are even older than Lloyd well, Webber I mean, here and like same with Brooklyn Prince in uh, Florida Project. But if you if you look at a project like Logan. Yes, with Daphne Keene. Yeah. It says a lot about James Mangold. Also, Daphne Keene didn't talk that much in the movie. Probably a good choice. Right. Like Billy Bobby uh, Brown in Stranger Things. Haven't seen it, but still. Like, uh, and also, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like with Str- I, Stranger Things, it the kids are like 12. Like, here he's like 8 or 9. Canonically, he's 9. Right. Um, and, I don't know, I feel terrible. Like, yes, he's terrible in this movie. And I guess because he's terrible in this movie and it's a Star Wars movie, he deserves to, you know, have criticism. But, like... I wouldn't wish this on any person. Like, literally, his life yeah. has been ruined since then. Yeah. And it f- I feel bad for him. Like, honestly, I just feel bad for the kid. And my one other question is, are you an angel? Oh, my God. I think that's the worst oh line that, that he has. Oh, it's a bad one. It's terrible. <laughs> I use that line a lot. It's just as a joke, but it's it's fun. <laughs> does that work for you? <laughs> no. How does like, that work out for no, you? No, it doesn't work very well. Um, ask my girlfriend. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, like, yeah. Are you an angel? Like, like, why? Like, who wrote, like, Lucas again? Like, what is that? Like, why? I heard they were on the moons of Diego, which, by the way, Clone Wars episode on that. Um, if you haven't seen that. Are there angels there? Yes. Really? They actually had the angels oh. on Diego in one episode of the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, so he was, like, knowledgeable about yeah. this. And Anakin angels. sees them, because Anakin's there in that episode. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. Um, but no, yeah, like, I don't know... He's, like, do you guys have anything else to add besides he's bad? Not really. Yeah. No. Like, okay, so, um, like I said, I blame pretty much everything on this movie except for, on Lucas, except for Portman, and Jake Lloyd's definitely one of them. Like, get a good director in here, and I think you would, A, you would have cast better. This kid never should have been casted, first mm-hmm. of all. Yeah, probably. Like, not. if this was the best you had, go out, just wait. Just wait. Don't make, just wait till mm-hmm. you get, find a better child actor, because this, if this... If you audition like thousands of kids, and this was your best one, a that casting director sucks. B, don't do it. Just stop. Make him a teenager, cause that's what makes sense. Cause he said like Obi-Wan make him was, fourteen yeah. like Padme. Mm. Ah. That's what it made sense, cause Anakin's Obi Wan's like, like, but I met him. He was already a great pilot and all this thing. Like talking about how he was like one of the greatest pilots in the galaxy. Like it was very obvious. Let's that, try spinning. That's a cool trick. Oh my god. <laughs> now this is pod racing. Uh, no, it isn't. <laughs> um, no, it is. It, this 
<laughs> when he says that later, it's the first time that we see him flying, and he's not pod racing. It's not! It's not pod racing! He could have said that at any prior point, and he would have been correct. <laughs> then he's pod racing. It's like... But in that moment, it is it's most not decidedly pod not pod racing. <laughs> okay, and now I want to talk about, like, two things <coughs> that really hurt Star Wars for me in this movie. One, Vader is Space Jesus. Like, what the hell? Oh my god. Like, why? The Chosen One. He's the, he's the Chosen One, immaculately concepted. Uh, I was just saying, the Chosen One to do what? Have sex with Padme and then have the Chosen One as your child? Exactly. And then also I don't understand. be like, oh wait, no, my child wasn't the Chosen One. It's this random ass kid from... <laughs> it's Ray. It's Ray. Like, Yay! this random ass girl from... Like, okay, so... First of all, I hate the idea of the Chosen One. I think it's stupid. Second of all, why why do we why can't he have a father? Yeah, literally, it could have been everyone. I I actually when so, I was googling uh, Watto as like being like seeing like if he had any other stereotypes <laughs> than Jewish, uh, I typed in like is Watto, and then one of the first things is is Watto Anakin's father. Oh. And I was like, no. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah. There's some interesting. Yeah, is Watto force sensitive? There's some interesting oh, like like fan theories out there that Palpatine or um well he is he Lagus, is resistant Lagus to was the Jedi one who like impregnated her with the because force. he talks Guys, about uh, what you say like, Watto was resistant to Jedi mind tricks yeah, yeah. <gasps> therefore he, he might have midichlorians maybe oh, oh well so is Jabba so wait really true yeah oh well yeah that's right in episode six that's yeah funny. but no yeah like. Like, I like the idea that maybe Sidious manipulated the Force to make Shmi pregnant. I kind of like, like the idea that weird. Plagueis did. Yeah. Well, because, like, if they had brought in Plagueis, I would have liked it more. Yeah. I feel like a good explanation for anything is just, it was Plagueis. <laughs> yeah, because Plagueis is this awesome character that like, they never touch on. Oh, shit. They who do is, in the Who is Snoke? But they're not Must canon. be Plagueis. <laughs> who, who is Anakin's father? Must be Plagueis. Yeah. <laughs> who is yeah. Jar Jar secretly? Plagueis. <laughs> I really hope I I hope they explain that Snoke was Plagueis because I think that'd be pretty cool. That'd be but um, I I wanted Snoke to be Plagueis, but we don't really know at this point. Um, too bad they cut him off. The other thing, spoilers for episode eight. Jeez, <laughs> damn, that was savage. <laughs> uh, right okay, out if, you, if you haven't I seen episode big... eight, like you're Sorry. you're dunzo. Um, other thing I hate in this movie. That ruins Star Wars midichlorians. Like, they suck. And, yeah, I, and, and Disney made the right decision just to ignore it. What are midichlorians? And, like... They're organisms in your blood. Oh, like, no. You can't just be Force-sensitive because yeah. you're you. You have to have stupid organisms in your stupid blood to be a stupid Jedi! It takes away all the magic. It demystifies it. It demystifies it. It's like, oh, it's just it's an giving algorithm. science okay. behind it. Right? <laughs> Which I don't like. Which I don't we didn't But it's like, it. you can't just and tap why would the they, Force. And why would they know about more science than they do in the original trilogy? Good question. Well, no idea. Well, and also, what like I would have liked, like like what I like about the uh, a scene in the Last Jedi, like when Luke's describing the Force to Rey, I feel like that's much. Or when Yoda's describing the Luke, the Force to Luke, like those are the scenes. Like that's what the Force is. Like it's you know all these different Not things. Be mindful of the living Force. Yeah, like like all these all these <sighs> things that are like coming together like in this perfect harmony and balance, and you learn to tap into it. Not some bacteria in your blood. Yeah. And it's just like, why? It's just annoying. I used to not think they were that big of a deal, but watching it this time, it really actually just pissed me off. I'm like, that's so dumb. Yeah, I agree. I used to not really care about it. Like, oh, he has a bigger, highest more, highest midichlorian count ever, even more than Master Yoda. Like, good. stop. <laughs> and also, um, just because it's right here in my notes, another example, I know this is completely off topic, um, with, with there being too many prequel, uh, original trilogy characters in the prequels, 
why why was Jabba and Bib Fortuna even here? Yeah, literally, I was yeah. like, like that's like those are examples of just not needed characters mm-hmm. that came back. And um, you know, like I said, we, I guess we already talked about it. So with the pod race, so I'm just gonna keep going. This uh, I thought the scene right after the pod race with the fight in the desert between Maul. Ooh, that's really awesome. cool. Well, yeah. I mean, after the after the pod race, Anakin's free. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and he, he is like, you know, Qui Gon's telling him that he's free, and he's like, "Yay!" But honestly, that blows for the mom. Yeah, that is like, yeah, they, they just absolutely ditch her and mm-hmm. leave her to be a slave for the rest that of her life. I know. So sad. Well, I mean, so he comes back. That sucks. Ass and kills the all the sand people. <laughs> okay, I was a mama's boy when I was really little. I still am. But like, I was a mama's <laughs> boy when I was really little. And like, every time I'd seen this see this movie, and I didn't know like there was bad acting, bad writing. It just made me so sad that this little kid was yeah. like, "Mom, can I mom. go?" And I was just like, it would just make me so sad when I was like eight or nine watching. It. Like, mom, I'm never gonna leave you. Like, quiet John, quiet John Jin could have pulled some more strings. What did he call him? Quiet John. Okay. Quiet Jiminy. Quiet Jiminy. I'm the Jedi Master, Quijimini shit. I'm sorry. There's been so many times in this podcast where it's just us laughing at our own jokes. Someone, 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 make a Quijimini shit shirt. Eyes are too far apart. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about at this point. <laughs> we were talking about Kuchimini shit. I think it's pretty clear, Floyd. It's like half of his mustache shaved off. <laughs> okay. I can try to ground us. Okay. John Jin. Quinn John. At least we're doing John. John. We've been at this for. Okay, so. Um, guys, we're at about an hour and nine minutes now. At this point, 35 minutes of it has just been us laughing. So, if this, if this podcast episode so far were The Phantom Menace, we would be getting done with the pod race about now. So hopefully this has been a more enjoyable experience so far than actually The Phantom Menace. If you're still listening, uh, thank you. Thank you guys. Okay, here's a question. That's weird as shit. Why is a nine and a fourteen year old having a romance oh, set up? It, made me so it makes sense, guys. When you're in eighth grade, don't you just look at like third graders and you're like, damn, damn, damn. Yeah. <laughs> give me that proportionate thing. Quitimini shit encourages it. I'm so sorry. We're falling apart. This is too much. (laughs) I'm so sorry. We're supposed to be a serious podcast that like reviews. No, we're not. Be honest. Okay, certain episodes we are. Were we ever? Um. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
But seriously, how weird is that scene between Anakin and Padme? No, yeah, he's weird. giving he's... her that Japor snippet, and like it's Japor snippet. What? That's what he called it. I know. I still Japor don't snippet. understand what that is. I think it's a piece of wood. I don't know that he carved it into it. It's my Japor snippet. You what? It's some wood. <laughs> Why do you need a three-syllable word to say wood? <laughs> it's four. It, right. okay. You're right. Japor snippet. <laughs> Unless the unless it's like <laughs> J apostrophe is the J like a I don't know okay I'm gonna reveal something here for our one year we we decided that we're gonna like like take like best moment like yeah, funniest moments so, of the podcast okay, so Quajimini shit is one of them and there's oh gonna be there's literally could be like an entire half hour of this we're podcast made, oh yeah I've, I've I've begin to I've begun to collect uh, moments <laughs> and like it's gonna be like half this podcast but like seriously like it makes sense that a nine year old would be into a fourteen year old like because you know like when you're a kid you're like oh yeah that like you know are you an angel yeah, yeah. but like the fact are that a fourteen year old is also stupid. Also, the 14-year-old seems somewhat interested in the 9-year-old. It's just, why? Like, just no bad lines, like, um... I, I care for I you, too. I will remember you. Yeah. Oh, I, I uh, don't need this to remember you. Like, why? You've known each other for... Like, they don't talk at all when you're on Tatooine. Like, I don't understand. Like, in this they have like, one interaction. Think about it. This is Luke and Leia's parents meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic. Oh man. Oh my There's God. always something wrong with that family. Didn't think it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. There's the incest and nine and fourteen year old romance. It's just a lot of weird romance oh in Star Wars. God. Okay, let's get back to something <laughs> that I liked. Coruscant again looks dope. I Jedi love Council it looks so, in the later So just hop, hopping back a little bit. This has like no relevance to anything else. But is there a Maz Kanata doll in? In uh, Luke in Anakin's room, I didn't. Notice There's that. like a wood carving that looks just like Masconada, and I feel like I noticed it last time I That's watched it. That's something JJ Abrams would do. So yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, uh, but okay, right, yeah, I'll try, to, I'll try to find it. Um, I think Coruscant. Yeah, again, Coruscant looks really cool. It looks yeah, like like one of you said, it looks even better in the later movies when it comes yeah. back. Whenever like they show Coruscant, <laughs> I just like I, I want to be there. Like, yeah. I just yeah, want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Until you know. Well, yeah, and also I think in, yeah. you get a lot of you get to explore it a lot more. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Here's a yeah, Maybe. it's just like it's just like in one shot. Oh, that's we'll, so we'll try to we'll it try to post this on. We'll try to post this on Instagram or I don't know if we have an Instagram yet. We, we don't. Like it. Uh, okay, Facebook. that's great. we'll put it on our Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. But no, yeah, I I like the design and I like how it goes deeper into in the Clone Wars series. I keep bringing it back, but um, yeah, I think Coruscant looks dope. The Senate looks really cool with all the different pods. I thought that was a really cool scene, and um, I thought the Jedi Council, uh, the Jedi Temple, and the Jedi Council looked really cool. I love the design of like the different hovering pods. Yeah, like when, so cool. when you like speak, you have to like float down to the mm-hmm. middle. Like that's so. And I cool. love. I know this is we're not reviewing episode three right now, but I love how they bring that together at the yeah. end of episode yeah. three. Um, also, did, did you guys think the? Um, I forget his name. The one oh uh, Chancellor Valarum. Did you guys think he looked like Mike Pence? Kind of, <laughs> but like it's just Terrence Stamp. So like, yeah, it's General. What he was Zod, right? In the original Superman movies, Terrence Stamp. <gasps> oh my God, he was. Yeah. Holy. Oh my. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. A revelation. Yeah. All right, that's really cool. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I like yeah, the scene in the Senate. Like well, the scene in the Senate, but again, it's just more negotiations. Uh, this should be called the negotiation menace. Literally, it's the first level in the Lego Star Wars. It's uh, called. Uh, it's called negotiations. negotiations. Yeah, in the yep. in the latest Star Wars Phantom Menace, and that plans that just tells yep. you so much about the prequels. Like 
There's specifically so, this movie. Like, there's so much cool action, and then the first episode of the first movie after, like, of the long-awaited prequel trilogy is negotiations. Yeah. yeah. And, like, <laughs> the movie! <laughs> okay, I also want to talk about this. It, uh, something I really like in this movie, again, I'm trying to point out things that I like in this movie, so it's not all hating. Um, I like seeing how Palpatine grows in power. I actually think it's really cool. Oh, yeah. To see how yeah, Palpatine... Like, I think it's the best, one of the best things it's that cool Lucas does in this. It's showing how the Emperor became the Emperor. There's one shot of, um, like, right before she says, like, oh, I'm, I've, like, I've decided to go back to Naboo, and he's like, oh, they'll kill you or something. And I forget what she says after that, but she leaves, and then it cuts back to Palpatine. You can see they edited it so that you can, like, it's right, at, like, as it, but you can see he starts to smile as she's oh, leaving. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's cool. It's really I, creepy. I, I I'm like, ooh. E. McDiarmid's really good in this movie, yeah, I think. He's, he's, like, we talked about how it's really cool. Yeah, is he the same actor? same actor. I think that's really cool. So how young was he in the original trilogy? He's in his 20s. Really? Yeah, wow. in the original trilogy. Um... But no, yeah, and again, 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 I'm just yeah. really glad that they didn't use that bad original mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he shows up in the prequels with the mask. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I, totally not the bad guy. There's a, there's a lot of, like, eh scenes on Coruscant. Like, I feel like we're just killing time here, like, honestly. Like, the scene where Anakin it goes to see Padme. two movies. Yeah, like... <laughs> oh, wait, also, I'm sorry, we have to jump back to, to Tatooine and Anakin again. <sighs> When he's saying good, when he's saying goodbye to C three PO, and why? First of all, that's kind of a I don't know. I I, I like that delivery because that's kind of how I would feel if I had to deal with C three PO and I were finally <laughs> finally getting to leave him behind. Like just bye. But um, in that scene, some of the shots are shot from like C three PO's point of view. Yeah. And did you guys notice that? Like that's no. such weird cinematography. But it's weird so instincts. confusing. Yeah. Like. Just why? Why would you need to do that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm sorry, that was just something that I remembered that I just didn't... Yeah, But like, back on... Like, there, why do we need three scenes in front of the Jedi Council to finally decide, like, no, he can't. Like, they're like, no, no. he can't be trained. And then they're like, well, maybe he it's can't so be trained. so anticlimactic. Then, well, no, he can't be trained nah. after all. And it's just like, why? Like, why do we waste that the much ship. time? The cup again. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> such a pointless scene. And then I, I like feel? Yoda's... Cold. <laughs> oh shit! You're scared. No. And again, cold. Even oh my, I didn't even realize. But this scene, all these scenes in front of the Jedi Council, they're just negotiating. Yeah. <laughs> they're still negotiating. I can take the trials. No. No, you can't. No. He's ready. No. Nope. No. And, and I like I like Yoda's little anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Like thing. Oh, yeah, but that's like, classic. I like it. But like, why do we need the scene around it? Like, ugh. And there, there's just so much time where I feel like there's nothing of consequence. I really like when you song. eventually in the, the one of the cool things about the prequels I think is when you get to lo- like uh, it kind of learn more about all these different Jedi mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> you get introduced to all these like uh, special characters like Kiadi Mundi and like uh, Say Sat and, and, and stuff uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, Alea Sakura and Shakti and all them. But mm-hmm. Which we should talk about because we should talk about the Clone Wars series sometime. We should talk um, about uh, the well, Force Well, I mean, unleashed. if we're gonna, we should probably do review all the episodes. Then. Yeah, we probably should. But like every single episode. The entire yeah. thing. On the guys, if you're yeah, if you're listening and you're confused, Floyd has this weird thing where if we do one <clears throat> movie that's in a series, we have to do every single movie in that yeah. series. So we've kind of so toyed we're around... doing Marvel. No, so we're, we're going to do Marvel. So oh. we've kind of toyed around the idea with the idea of doing like Spider-Man Homecoming because that's really cool and like we wanted to do Black Panther but then we have to go back and do every single Marvel movie. 
So support us and leave a comment saying how you think Floyd's idea is bad. Yeah. I don't care how many people tell me that I'm wrong. This is my podcast. Sorry, we've said I've said this often. That's fine, but like I want to do all of Marvel. I think that'd be really fun to go through all of Marvel. But side note, done. Um, Your co-hosts do not agree. Another thing about um, about Coruscant. Did you guys notice how terrible that sunset looked? Yes. When him and Qui Gon were staying there talking, like, Actually, like what the hell was that? Oh yeah, that was, yeah. Do you think it's because you're so used to like the matte paintings that you had and like maybe, some, but some like, other ones like if you remember the sunset scene in Episode Three, it looks so much that's better. True. Well, I mean, and then to be fair, that's like several years six of years like later. six years of like technological but achievements. Like, but we're a lot closer. Cut that scene. Yeah. You don't need it. There that's was literally fair. no point to that scene. Alright, whatever. Let's get off of Coruscant. Let's just go back to Naboo. So, going to hyperspace. Yeah, let's going back to Naboo. We now, get... <laughs> why on earth would Bossnas make Jar Jar a general? He's so qualified. <clears throat> because general. Yeah, what are you saying? He's it's so not ready. just that we know that Jar Jar is an idiot. It's that Bossnas knows that he's an he idiot. Banished him. He banished him in big because he's an idiot. <laughs> exactly. And then decides to make him a general for this battle. Yeah. What? I yeah. think he's hoping he'll get killed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would be nice. And then I then I I change my mind. I fully support Boss Nass in that Good job, Boss Nass. <laughs> it just didn't work. Um, yeah. um, he took out more freaking droids than like stormtroopers took out of actual people in yeah. the entire series. Yeah. I mean, like, in that scene when they're like begging them for the army and stuff, just so boring. Portman. Portman smiles in that scene, which is like, whoa, <gasps> nice emotion. Uh, yeah, and like, but like, the boss is still going <laughs> the whole time. It's just like so annoying. It's like, stop. stop. Please. And I'm sure you're saying the same thing because I keep doing it. Um, but like, yeah, there's so many times, like, by the end of this movie, like, yes, this ending's kind of cool, but you're just kind of like worn down at this point. You're like, yeah, this is cool. Why do we need the last hour and 45 minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, this, this fight. Between the droids and the Gungans, I think what I I think the problem that I have with it is that it's basically an animated movie. Like they're literally just CGI things just pounding each other. Right. There's no stakes. We yeah. don't really care about the Gungans. We yeah. don't really care about the battle droids. Yeah, and like on the Windows wallpaper. Yeah, the Windows wallpaper, and then there's the um, <laughs> there's also some really bad CGI of Padme and her team infiltrating Theed to try to get uh, which um, and. Cap- Captain Panaco, we haven't talked yeah, about him. I mean, he's, he's cool. I love him. He's, I think he's a badass. Yeah, I think a... I think he is to these movies what um, Jango Fett is to the original trilogy. Boba I think Fett? that's what I said. No, it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah, no, 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 yeah, but um, I mean, I think he's a really cool character that just don't really do anything. Yeah, he's about charismatic, him. kind of. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, like, I think I think he'd be such a badass if they did something more with him. Um, I don't know. I'd, lo- I'd love for him to appear in, like, some, I don't know, some new Star Wars story. Yeah. But, huh. And uh, what I think is also really outdated, if you if you remember back when the first, the droid transport ships are coming up over the hill, it looks so bad. Yeah. It looks so outdated. Yeah, I mean, all of the CGI, because they're just doing a whole scene of CGI. Yeah, and this movie's almost 20 years old now. It's crazy to think about that, oh, but oh, literally wow. next year it's 20 next years year. old. Jeez. Yeah. And, um... Can I get a re-release? <laughs> Speaking of re-release, did you guys see this in th- in theaters? No, 3D I, didn't. I did not. I did. 
I did not pass up an opportunity to see a Star Wars movie in Star Wars movie in theater. I drugged my mom to see that movie in 2012. You drugged your mom? <laughs> Jesus! I meant dragged. I said drugged. I meant dragged. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> Sorry, you're finding out this way. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, with like with. Okay, so let's best part of this movie: Duel of the Fates oh. and, and oh, yeah, this lightsaber fight. Uh, lightsaber Except fight. for you know, like the very end. But yeah, okay, so... Where Darth Maul is just taunting Obi-Wan and like... Why did he just throw his lightsaber into his face? He could be dead! It was cool, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, he's like, oh, look at but, that. And then he jumps up. He, he jumps up, like, stands there, and well, Obi-Wan's just like, ah! He stands there for like half a second. Exactly, and cuts then him in like, half! Yes. Yeah, like, okay, so, but yeah, oh but like, this God. lightsaber fight is awesome. It like, is. this is... Like, it's so it's cool. It's so inconsistent, though, because you see Darth Maul, like, don't let that bother you. They're though, going Brendan. so fast in this choreography, this crazy choreography <clears throat> that Ray Park is doing with uh, Liam Neeson, and then eventually he just stands there and, like, lets himself be cut in half. Yeah, but, I mean, this choreography, this fight choreography is light years it's ahead so of, cool. of anything we've seen yeah. thus far, and, I mean, certainly from episode four, because that... I mean, it doesn't. We stop dwelling on the lightsaber fight in episode four. It doesn't. It doesn't even seem like the same, like thing. Like it doesn't seem like they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Um. But I mean, yeah. Even even from uh, uh, five and six, it's it's still a lot, a lot better. It, I mean, it, it's probably the lightsaber battle in the series with the least um, emotional stakes in it, probably. Um, but, well, yeah. but like, it's, it's, I mean, maybe besides some in episode three, like, this is such a bad, like, this is definitely top three mm-hmm. lightsaber fight mm-hmm. in the, in the series. Like, it's, it's so also, badass. It's like, so interesting. Unless Jedi gets number one. Yeah. For me. I don't uh, count yeah, that as a lightsaber, throw... though, actually. The two lightsabers uh, don't touch. Mm, that's true. I don't really uh, count it as a lightsaber fight. Oh, I just kind of count it as an awesome action, action All right, well, fair. Action <clears throat> scene. Um, yeah. So, I... I'm confused about this when they when they're they have like all the laser walls um, and uh, Darth Maul and Qui Gon are like at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Why does Qui Gon kneel? I think he's meditating. I think he's just meditating with the Force. That's mm-hmm. what I took it as. That's what I was right. taking it as. I buy that. Also, I, I, love, I accept that. I love how as soon as uh, Qui Gon gets stabbed, he does a roll. <laughs> like he pulls the lightsaber out of it. And he like sinks yeah, his knees kills and then over and rolls. rolls. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? Um, Qui Gon's death scene is like actually really well done like this is yeah. this is legitimately a good I feel well when Obi-Wan's scene. holding him yeah yeah I thought but, that was really good too I mean even sort of before that uh-huh. like it right after Obi uh, right after uh, Qui-Gon gets killed uh-huh. see in all in every Star Wars movie with every death there's kind of a signature like moment of mourning that mm-hmm. the fans get I guess and it's also I mean spoilers for episode 8 but he had spoilers for episode eight. But that's part of the reason that I knew that in at that point in the movie that um, Leia wasn't dead. Hmm. You know when she she floats off into space and you're, and we're like, oh my god, is she dead? But it cuts to another thing happening like right after, mm-hmm. and you know, oh, she's not dead. Like they mm-hmm. wouldn't, mm-hmm. they would not kill off a character and then not give you that time. That's yeah. true. But as soon as Qui Gon dies, it's back to Jar Jar. Yeah. And Jar Jar ruins his moment of mourning that yeah. is so classic for Star Wars but, movies, and I think that's terrible. But I, what I love about it is that you see the rage in Obi Wan. I love when Obi Wan just he's just like, let's yeah, go. But I not love after Obi-Wan's you see rage. you know Jar Jar no, jumping around no, I'll on give some you that. The editing somewhere. there is terrible, but I love Obi Wan's rage at the, 
at the end of this movie. Absolutely. I think it's so interesting that, like, after all of this time to, like, instantly kill off Obi-Wan. Uh, because, I mean, of course you Ooh, have... Or, yeah, Qui-Gon. Uh, no, as, like, Obi-Wan does die in the first, like, in the first Star Wars movie, technically. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, like, you're so used to having characters be, like, take so much time to, like, build up after yeah. this that, like, if you were watching this for the first time, you'd be like, wait, he's dead already? Yeah. Oh, no! Yeah. I forgot that they could do this! <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. and and also what is, I think, really heartbreaking about this scene and something that they actually do well in this movie Um Qui-Gon's, like, last words are basically about Anakin and how Obi-Wan needs to train him. And I think it's really heartbreaking to see how much in his last moments Qui-Gon still believes in Anakin. Mm -hmm. And we already know how he's going to end up. And even when he's saying those lines, I love some of John Williams' music. They have the Imperial March there. Oh, really? I noticed that. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Like, right there when they're just talking about him. Um, Yeah. Also, end of the credits... Um, you hear uh, Darth Vader's the, breathing. The breathing, that's cool. Oh. And that'd be so cool yeah. if it was like a 15-year-old Anakin that was like edgy and, you know, not, hey! Um, and then it gets even worse yeah. in the next movie. I think, honestly, the biggest problem with, like, the prequels is the casting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just bad. And, like, okay, so, like, and everything leading up to, like, Qui-Gon's death, really cool. I love the lightsaber fight. The... You know, that scene is really good. And that's why I said, like, you know what you said there. Like, he's so dedicated to Anakin. I don't understand why. But, like, because, like, who would be uh, dedicated to Because of the midichlorians. But, like, <laughs> that's I'm that's saying, all that matters to him. It's obvious. I'm just saying he's so annoying. Like, I don't know why. kind of racist? I don't know. <laughs> he has the strongest midichlorians of anyone. <laughs> he has the <laughs> supreme bloodline. Supreme blood, exactly. <laughs> genetic makeup. He's, uh, <laughs> he's genetically superior. It's yeah. like the Death Eaters in, uh, in Harry Potter. Mm. I don't know. But, no, like, yeah, like, um... Like, yeah, I like Qui-Gon, like, as a character. Yeah, he makes stupid decisions, and I blame that on, you know, Lucas, not, like, just the character. I think the character is still really, like you said, that's a really impactful death scene where he dies in Obi-Wan's arms. And um, I think it's probably one, like, dramatically, it's the best scene in the movie. It's, I don't, it's not the scene that I enjoy the most. I love the lightsaber fight. Cause this, like I said, lightsaber fight, awesome. Ray Park completely killed it in the choreography. For so real. cool. Um, but also from here... I really like the funeral scene. It, it oh, ca- yeah. You know, uh, um, there's, a, there's a screenwriting rule where it's like, don't things are going to ring false to the audience when you have a scene between two characters saying something that you know they would have already said to each other, not in that scene. Mm-hmm. And the, the scene that struck me as that was when they were at the funeral scene and Obi-Wan just turns to Anakin randomly and he's like, I'm going to train you. Which like you would have already had that conversation. Like, like that wouldn't we that know. would right that's, there watching Qui Gon's body burning would not have been where you had that place. conversation. Yeah. And that that just really that's very interesting. Like, what will happen to me now? Who cares? My master's dead. Yeah, exactly. Like what will happen to me now? And then he's like, Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, I can trade you. He's like, What? No, you you would have already had that. That pulled me out. But besides that, I love Mace Windu and Yoda's dialogue there. I think it's really oh, cool. Oh, I love that part. Yeah. Oh, it's really menacing. And Except the, for when one of them is dead. And then the cut right over <laughs> to Palpatine afterwards. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, there's so Which one was the master, which one was the student. Yeah, that's, I love that's, that. That's yeah. just really cool dialogue and yeah. great acting from Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, there's moments like that where it's like, oh, wait, 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 no more of that, more of that. And you feel like it's just out of reach and you so reach cool. for it and, you, and then you just miss. And, and then you like, get Jar Jar. Damn it. It's like one of those claw machines where... Yeah, like the, you see all these cool Star Wars moments, and you see like, yeah, like Yoda and um, Mace Windu, and Mace Windu dialogue, and you see like cool lightsaber fights, and you see like 
ooh, a Plagueis backstory, and then you just keep <laughs> going in, and you spend all your money on... A and then you just you, pull up a Jar Jar. You go, yeah, you go for, for three movies, and you just go in, and every time you just pull out a Jar Jar. You pull out a Jar Jar, <laughs> you pull out a Hating Christensen, you pull out a... And the women, and the children. I don't like sand. Yeah. So every time you're just like, damn it, no, not that one. Fuck sand. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And then, and then, just to end this movie, the you know, on the the, the the stamp of shit is this terrible parade scene, which oh, is so stupid. And John Williams, like, okay, like his score is decent in this movie, but like that song was just so annoying. That yeah, 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 just so annoying. It's with terrible. The the, uh, the trumpets going, um, go, and Boston House goes. We missed talking about Anakin's uh, air assault. Yeah, I just kind of skipped over oh, that. God. Okay, let's try spinning. That's a cool trick. But so I was think I was thinking of you, Floyd, during this scene because really? you were talking about how you didn't like the Ewoks and how they helped the the rebellion, and I just knew that you would hate. That somehow Anakin yeah. accidentally Accident. blows up the ship, mm-hmm. frees the Gungans, it's kills so the entire Trade Federation, and basically just wins the air assault. Flies all through a blockade yeah. as a yeah. nine-year-old. And all, so dumb. Vulture droids shooting at him. It's so dumb. Vulture droids. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's terrible. I'm not denying <sighs> at all it's terrible. I was just kind of avoiding talking about it just because yeah. I didn't really want to talk about yeah. it. I mean, um, I think we can. We can. Yeah, pretty no, much it's pr- it's so shitty that a nine year old literally is the reason that. Absolutely. Whatever. And it's accidental. And all of the people who were flying around like, the. That's thing, one of ours. They're like, that's one of ours, but we didn't attack it. Why not? Why were you just flying around? How was it so easy it? that he did it by accident? <laughs> God. Oh my God! Is everyone so in like the like good part of Star Wars completely incompetent? Script writing 101 <sighs> with George Lucas. <laughs> should be in don't take class. that class. Um, okay, so Master yeah, I class with George Lucas. <laughs> How to write shitty dialogue. <laughs> Alright, so if you're gonna write a movie, you're gonna need a different stereotype for every character. Different. So he's Trump all of a sudden. Different. I didn't realize that's what I was doing. Okay, yeah. But okay, so no. Also, I wanted to point out. If you haven't heard the story about me meeting George Lucas, go back and listen to our first episode. It'd be we pretty did. fun. We talk um, about that. But no, yeah, so I think that's that's about all we can joke about with this movie. So, uh, final thoughts and ratings, Brendan. Um, so this movie is really bad. Uh, as a, a Star Wars movie, it's terrible. Uh, it's not the worst, but it's still very bad. <laughs> um, God, I'm trying to think of like a rating on the fly because I haven't really like thought about this at the moment. Uh, as a standalone movie, nope, still would have been bad, but, you know, maybe not as bad as if I didn't know that it was already Star Wars. Um, God, like, just thinking about what those poor people went through when it first came out is, like, man, like, you think that, like, there's a lot of uproar about The Last Jedi right now. Like, I can't even, like, imagine how, like, furious people were, uh, when they were just like, why? Why did you do this? Why? What was the point? And, God, this movie... It gets an F. Whoa. I hate this movie. Really? Yeah. Whoa. It has like no redeeming qualities and all the good parts. It just flushes down the toilet, and I just yeah, no, it gets an F. That's wow. It. Wow. So I, I will probably give this movie the highest rating out of everyone. Um, I don't know. I like obviously the Jar Jar stuff sucks. The script sucks. Like they're like most of the stuff in this movie sucks. But I don't know. Watching it, I was like 
pretty entertained. Not gonna lie, it's insane. Like, I was like too. I was kind of torn. I'm like, well, this is like really bad filmmaking, but like I'm really kind of enjoying this. Um, I'm still gonna give it a bad rating. I think. Um, um, hmm. I'm going in between like a B minus and a C plus here. <laughs> um, I, I think I may. Uh, we'll go C plus. Still fresh though. Wow. God. All right. Is um, that fresh? Yeah. C plus is the line for fresh. Yeah. Um, I consider a rotten movie. I just don't think it's. I don't know. Like I. I can't that's the go. line that we've drawn in the sand, yeah. and you gave it the C plus. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Um. You don't like it. Yeah, yeah I don't like it. That but like, it's, I don't know, it's entertaining. Yeah, I, okay, so I, honestly, the designs and the music and the lightsaber battles are really good, and they're like a huge improvement. So, like, it's really no wonder why I enjoyed the prequels a lot more as a child, and probably a lot of other people did too, because it's just, they're nicer looking movies, and like, it's more appealing. But when you look at it now, like, the dialogue is terrible, the pacing is just dreadful, and like, <laughs> It's just a constant alternation between Jar Jar's stupid shenanigans and these boring trade negotiations. And like I said, like when you're getting bored of one, they go to the other, and then you wish you had the other back. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's so painful. And like, yeah, I, I, as much as we shit on this movie, it's still it. It's got some good parts, and like it is a Star Wars movie, so. Like, give it some stuff for that. It like, has the sound effects, it has the music, you know. Yeah, exactly. Nah. So, like, it's not a... <clears throat> it's not the worst possible movie, but it is really bad. I'm giving it a D plus. Yeah, this is no Suicide Squad or Death Note for me. Like, this is definitely not getting an F. Um, there's a lot of things in this movie, like Matt said, that I really enjoy. Um, like I said, I enjoy the pod racing. I enjoy... Uh, I really... I love the lightsaber duel at the end. And I enjoy specific performances. I like Neeson. I like McGregor. Um, I like McDiarmid in the little scenes that he's in. And um, <clears throat> there's certain things that I really like what this does for Star Wars. I like seeing Palpatine rise to power. I like seeing cool lightsaber fights. I like seeing young Obi-Wan. I think that's fun. Um, but then there's things also with Qui-Gon like, randomly showing up in this movie that I just don't get. And, um, you know, like like you guys said, I can't imagine the disappointment of this being the the movie like of your force of our Force Awakens, our generation's Force Awakens. Um, but I grew up on this movie, and you know, like you said, Matt, it's not good filmmaking. But I was I was sitting there today, and I'm like, yeah, all right, I got another forty five minutes. The good part's coming up, so it's like whatever. And it's like I I consciously realize that I'm not watching a good movie, but it doesn't bother me that much when Jar Jar's not on the screen talking. <laughs> Um, when George is on the screen talking, then I realize. But besides that, like it's just like, oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. I've seen. I feel like I've seen this movie so much that I just I'm 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 living with it. Like it's just like, all right, yeah. It's like that one thing where you're just like, yeah, it's kind of shitty, but like, all right. And um, but ultimately, I there's so many problems with this movie that I can't give this a fresh rating. Uh, for me, you know, before I watched it, I sat down like I'm probably gonna give this a C minus just in my head, and I think I think that's right. A C minus feels right for me. Um, just because I don't want to give it a terrible review because I think there are things in it that are good and I want to respect it for that. And it's a Star Wars movie and I love it as a Star Wars movie because I I just, I, I'll watch it because it's a Star Wars movie and I love Star Wars movies. But, um, you know, in my head, we'll see. I think I dislike Attack of the Clones more. Oh yeah. But (laughs) we're getting there. We'll see. There are things that... That movie has that's bad. That's different from what this movie has that's bad. At least that movie doesn't have Jar Jar. So like we'll see. But um. So yeah, next week we are going to be doing Attack of the Clones. Um, 
and we'll be doing Revenge of the Sith very soon after, too. <clears throat> we are a little behind schedule trying to catch Solo right when it comes out, so we're going to try to catch up. Um, we still have um, Ready Player One and Vertigo to go um, that we need Brendan and Matt's picks. And um, So yeah, we're going to wrap up the prequels, and then we're going to get to the Disney Star Wars movies. What are you about to crack up about, Logan? I started thinking about Quijimini shit again. Quijimini <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, I can't um, wait. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's, let's wrap this up. Come oh, yeah. on the show. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or Lucas. I just want to talk to him about this movie. I just want to talk to you, Lucas. <laughs> let's do let's it. Let's talk it out, man. Instead of waving me off. <laughs> Whatever. But like, uh, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I know this was a long episode. Yes, uh, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of us well, laughing. If you, if you stuck with us uh, to the end, and if you enjoyed it, then give us a nice review yeah, or rating. Head, head on... over to iTunes, wherever you yeah, download yeah, iTunes, Bean. Wherever you do it. Podbean, yeah. Um, or on one of the random streaming services that wherever just like, takes our podcast. Wherever you do the deed mm-hmm. of um, listening to it. podcast. And also Stardust, R. Floyd 17. Brendan underscore Masser. Matt I don't remember. Why. Yeah, so if I you, still haven't made one. I'm so lazy. I haven't posted anything because I haven't seen. If you want to see short little dangerous. thoughts on movies, that's where to go. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think I might yep. have accidentally mentioned it uh, during this podcast. I'm planning on starting up a YouTube channel for this. The Cinema Talk YouTube channel um, that hopefully Ooh. we're going to be launching this summer um, when we have more free time. I want to do my thing on Jar Jar. Yeah, you can. You can. Do, <laughs> we'll have video essays on that. We'll have you know TV show reviews. Hopefully, we'll have maybe extra movie reviews. Uh, so it'll just be a kind of a place for us to do stuff other than just you know structured um, movie reviews. So um, so yeah, I just want to yeah. say thanks for watching or listening. This is an audio podcast. It is. Um, <laughs> one last time, I'm Ryan. I'm Brendan. I'm Matt. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Seriously, no. Look, that was Seriously, terrible. No. I'm not gonna. Seriously, no. Brendan, cut it. <laughs> Brendan. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, pause it. What?